I V M. Hey all, my name is Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm the traveling professor. And I teach various subjects like digital transformations, marketing, business of media, blah, 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 etc. This podcast is my diary of sorts. This is the traveling professor's diary where I share cheer, insights, anecdotes from my journey and experiences. Today's diary entry is all about welcoming the new year. And one of the things that I've heard a lot of people say is that they want to get rid of toxic people from their lives and encourage the right kind of friendships and the right kind of relationships as they step into the new year boldly like no man or woman or child has done before, right? Now, here's the deal, right? Can science actually help us with this? And funnily enough, science has the answer. It's called Dunbar's number. Now, Dunbar's number is a very interesting number. It says that the human brain can only have potentially about 150 meaningful relationships. Now, what does that mean? 150 meaningful relationships. Does that mean that all of the relationships that you have in your life are meaningful? Well, actually, about 150 of them really are. And they might include your spouse, partner, lover, friend, you know, colleagues, bosses, teachers, and the rest of them, right? And the funny thing is that most of us are not really making a conscious choice of who these 150 actually are. Does that strike you as odd? Now, here we go. The biggest question that people ask me at this juncture is that, hey, what about my Facebook friends? I've got about 1,500 of them. Now, they are not your friends. They are potentially people you could actually have a connect with, potentially you could have a relationship with, but it's not necessarily that, that you have one with them. And we understand this difference really well at, you know, at the social media level, on Facebook, for instance, or Instagram or wherever else. But we don't really understand that in life. In life, we find it very difficult to create that headspace because biologically, we are geared towards building small tribes, right? So we are geared towards building and belonging to small tribes, which don't really exceed the number 150, which is why, by the way, a lot of intelligent organizations split up business units after the number goes between 150 to 200. Now, 150, is that a sacrosanct number? Not really. 150 can be 160 for a few people, 140 for a few people, and, and the rest of it. Let's not quibble about numbers. The most important thing to understand over here is how it impacts your life. Who are the 150 that you are choosing to let in your life? And how do they impact you? And if you actually get out pen and paper and write out, you know, all the relationships that you may have, you might find it easy to write the first 10 to 20 of them. And then you'll kind of like, eh, I'm bored. I don't want to do this further. But to be honest, you know, even the person who comes to work in your house and clean your house has a relationship with you. Your teacher might have a relationship with you. Your hairstylist might have a relationship with you. You need to figure out how much of headspace do these people actually chew from your psyche. Because the moment you understand that, we realize 
that there are a lot of people in this 150, which after your 10 and 20, okay, that need to be chopped off. They need to be changed because it will just free up your context and it will free up your mind to such an extent that you'll get a lot of shit done. Now, this is a very subtle exercise because it's not focusing on your main relationships, but it's actually focusing on all the other relationships that are eating up a lot of your space and time without you actually understanding it and making you into a bit of a toxic person yourself because you're not really understanding the impact that these uh, people have on you. So that's one. The second thing is that in your 10 to 20, if you find those two relationships that are actually a big downer for you, you need to figure out how to deal with them. Sometimes you can't really change the situation. It could be your child who is very toxic or it could be your spouse whom you love very much, but you know, that person has become very toxic over a period of time. How do you protect yourself? And how do you actually help that person change for the better are things that you might want to consider when you approach this sort of question. So instead of actually saying, oh, this person is toxic, so I need to get this person out of my life, perhaps understand that this person has, is having a toxic phase. Is there a way in which I can protect myself from this toxicity in, in a specific way? Or is there a way in which I can help this person, you know, become better? are two key questions that you might need to ask. Well, this is how science can help you. Can science help you? Yes, science can help you actually bring out the best possible you in the new year with your resolution of getting toxicity out of your life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast from the traveling professor who's, you know, ranting on in his diary, the traveling professor's diary. And if you like this podcast, please go ahead and check other fantastic podcasts on ivmpodcast.com or the app. And hey, if you want to follow me, I'm always there on LinkedIn and on Instagram as what else but the traveling professor. See you soon.